My name is Sander and I'm a huge fan of coffee, cocoa and the climate. And since you're watching, I'm going to assume that you are too. When you're like us, you love thinking about how we can produce all the products we love so much while benefiting all the people in the supply chain and while remaining within our planetary boundaries. This is the Carbocast. Let's dig in. Here is what Dr. Meadows' computer shows. Since the year 1900, the Earth's resources there at the top of the chart have been steadily used up as population, food consumption, and production of goods have soared. Ahead of us, sometime after the year 2000, this computer study foresees calamity. Resources drop more steeply, and food and production follow suit. Population continues to expand for perhaps one more generation, then collapses calamitously as deprivation takes hold. This is a quotation from the presentation of the 1972 study Limits to Growth, which was commissioned by the Club of Rome and which was hugely influential in forming our thinking about climate policy. With all of the major cocoa companies and most of the major coffee companies currently working on reducing their impact on the climate, clearly it's very beneficial for all of us in the space to understand how climate policy has developed since and what we can expect going forward. In 1992, the first Climate Policy Framework Agreement was signed at the UN level, the United Nations Framework Convention on Climate Change. All the states that have signed the agreement form the Conference of the Parties, or COP, and meet annually to make decisions about policies aimed at stabilizing atmospheric greenhouse gas concentrations. One of the most well-known of these conferences of the parties was COP3 in Japan, during which the Kyoto Protocol was adopted. The Kyoto Protocol was the first implementation of measures under the UNFCCC. The Kyoto Protocol was legally binding and set targets for developed countries to reduce greenhouse gas emissions with 5% since 1990 levels. A step in the right direction, but clearly not enough to prevent the worst effects of climate change. Recognizing that much more needed to be done, at COP21 in France 2015, 196 countries signed the Paris Climate Agreement. In the Paris Climate Agreement, they committed to limit global warming to 2 degrees centigrade above pre-industrial levels, and they agreed to even work towards limiting global warming to 1.5 degrees above pre-industrial levels. These targets can also be used to calculate how much carbon we still can emit while remaining within one of the scenarios. And currently the scenario of 1.5 degrees centigrade leaves us a carbon budget of 250 tons CO2 equivalent, which is forecast to run out in 2029. So the current policies are clearly not enough to meet the goals of the Paris Climate Agreement. And one of the challenges is that although countries have committed to the Paris Climate Agreement, this doesn't put hard requirements on all the different sectors in their economies. For example, in the European Union, the energy sector and the manufacturing sector are covered under the EU emissions trading system, which has a limited number of emission rights available and the emission rights decrease every year. Sectors like agriculture, on the other hand, are not yet covered and they are responsible for a lot of emissions. However, 
this is changing and a lot of new policies are coming our way, including to us in the coffee and cocoa industry. The most well-known of these regulations is of course the EU deforestation regulation, the EUDR, which requires anyone importing wood, palm oil, soy, coca, coffee, rubber or cattle products to establish a due diligence system that provides evidence that no deforestation took place in their supply chains after 2020 and also requires companies to submit mandatory due diligence statements with the import of each shipment. What very few people know is that the US is actually working on a similar policy called the Forest Act, but more about that in a later episode. Possibly even more important is the EU Corporate Sustainability Reporting Directive. It requires all companies of a certain size to report their greenhouse gas emissions and align with the goals of the Paris Climate Agreement. Most interestingly, it also covers company supply chains, so their scope 3 emissions making sure that this policy will not only impact Europe, but will have a global impact. Similar policies are being proposed and adopted all around the globe, including in major economies like the US, the UK and Japan. And the urgency of the climate crisis makes it likely that the requirements from companies in the coffee and cocoa space will only become more and more strict going forward. Since the vast majority of emissions in our industry take place at the farm level, my recommendation would be to start measuring emissions as soon as possible, start modeling how we're going to meet our goals and start working on mitigating emissions before it's too late. These are my thoughts, but of course I'm much more interested in hearing yours. So please leave a comment below in the video here or fi find us at carbol.co or on LinkedIn. 